Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Nick Hank. This is episode number 62. 62. Um, all right, let's get right into it. We got lots to talk about. Let's do it. We are back. The podcast is back. It is better than ever. Welcome back to Nick Hannock's America. Um, this is episode 62. So we're rocking. We're rolling here. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's getting crazy out there. It's getting dark. It's pitch black out there right now. Oh, never mind. I don't know if you can hear that, but there's sirens going down the street. So it's not pitch black, but it's red and blue. And um, living on a busy street, there's constant sirens, so that's always great. And of course, I start this podcast, I don't get any text for the last two and a half hours. Now I get a text message about something I sent two and a half hours ago. <sighs> Just take the deep breath and move on. Um, but yeah, no, how are you guys? I, uh, As you know, if you've listened to any of these episodes, I've been getting sicker and sicker. And then finally, about um, a week ago, a little um, over that, little about 14 days uh, 10 days ago um i got sick i got full-on sick nasty cold and uh you know that's the worst it's just the worst getting sick so I had to take a whole week off stand-up was going to do some stand-up in the suburbs i was looking forward to doing because i don't get to see those guys a lot and um now i'm out here um back in the city I was still sick I actually had to take off the friday and saturday no partying for me and then we went to the sunday packers game Packers Lions, which um, which by the way I was six, so that's why there was no episode last week. But Packers Lions um, in Detroit drove five hours. Woke up at five a.m. Um, sick still, but you know, kind of on the other side of things, trying to get on the other side of the things. Drove five hours, got there, um, watched the Packers just get. You want to talk about a crumb bum scum of the team? This team. This fucking Packers team is the worst Packers team of my lifetime. Of my lifetime. But Nick, what about those early Packers teams? I assume they were good. I assume Brett Favre was crushing it in the early 2000s. I don't know. What about when the Bears went to the Super Bowl in 2006? I don't know. I don't know how good the records were of those teams. But guess what? That's out the door. This was, without a doubt... By far, the single-handedly worst Packers loss I've ever seen in my life. And I have been through hell and back, whether that be onside kicks, whether that be blown calls, whether that be offenses that get the one seed and then go in the playoffs and get bounced at home in the snow because their special teams can't hold on to the ball. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Which one is the worst to pick out? Oh, wait. I do. It's this one. And let me tell you why. So I'm in Detroit, okay? Detroit's fine. Detroit sucks. Let's just get in front of this. You know what? I like Detroit as in I feel like they're like a gritty city and shit, but it's not like beautiful. Let's be honest out there. It's not. 
Okay, so if you're in Detroit and you're hearing this, I'm sorry. It's not beautiful. We parked, and how do I know that? You ask me how I know that because this is how I know it. I parked, we parked a mile away from the stadium. Is that too far? It is. Did my dad just pick a spot and hope for the best? Um, He did. Is that how you should do it when you've never been to a city before? No, but we've learned. We've learned now. And he, we picked a spot a mile away from the city, a mile away from the city, from the stadium, and it was all boarded up around it. That's when you know, when you go even in a mile outside a stadium, that it might not be the best city in the world. So we go there, we go to the game. It's fine. You go in the stadium's really not. It's, it's nothing huge or special. It's big. It, it's a it's a big field. The field is awesome, and then the huge uh, Ford Field signs are kind of cool, especially because you see this every Thanksgiving. So it's kind of cool to like see it in person. And um, you know, it's like I feel like going to a Cowboys game. You would have the same feel. And we go, and it, it all the suites, press suites, luxury suites, whatever it is, are on one side, and it kind of looks like a hotel which is pretty sick too. So I like that aspect of it. And then the other side that we sat on, the visitor's side really was just seats, nothing really special. Um, and it was loud as shit, man. It was loud as fuck. It was really loud. Those people fucking bring it, man. The, they, those Lions fans are dedicated. They are one. They were one, they were one in fucking five. They were one in five. And they had no hope. And they brought it, man. And they, they, they self-made that hope, man. They are the shit, and the whole game, they brought it. And air, and it was just, we were right on the goal line, about 16 rows back. And it was just, you would just watch Aaron throw pick after pick. We were right there in front of us was the one to, I don't even know who it was to, Bakhtiari or something like that. It wasn't even a receiver on fourth and goal from the one. They're throwing it. Fourth and goal from the one, they're throwing it. Are you shitting me? And then another, a pick off the helmet. There was one play, actually. The Lions fans, man, the, the, here's the thing. Again, they're passionate fans. They're stupid, but they're passionate fans. Like one guy at the end of the game, Packers are going down. They got the ball back. Those are times running out. They're trying to tie it. Fourth down, maybe third down and long. They throw a deep pass to this guy. I think it was a Winfrey or someone like that. Went up, dove, like twisted in the air and caught it. Fell on his back, got up and fumbled. Um, and the ball went out of bounds, they said, which, you know, that was here nor there, I guess, at this point. Um, but Lions fans thought they had it, so everyone's screaming. Okay, everyone's screaming for who, who had the ball, and I'm just I'm cheering. I'm like, let's go! And I'm, I haven't cheered all game, and I'm cheering real loud right now because that was a huge play. It's a one score game. The Packers are trying to go down the field and win. Of course, I'm going to fucking cheer for that. I've tried to keep it in the whole time. I'm not even in Packers gear. I'm in a Michigan sweatshirt and a positive vibes hat because I don't believe in wearing your other your team, not even your team, but. A, uh, the away team or any team that's not the home team to the other stadium. It just creates hate, man. You can do it if you want. I don't give a shit. But like, if you get if you get hate for it, like that's what you you're bringing on. And I so I'm not even in that. I'm cheering. And the guy goes, really? He this guy three rows. I haven't talked to him all game. Three rows in front of us. Turns around. He goes, really? You're really proud of yourself? And I'm just like, 35 yard catch or whatever it was for a first down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. And I start looking around like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Who is this guy? And uh, the Aaron Rodgers would then go on to do a three and out, or not three and out, but a turnover on down since he threw to nobody in the end zone, uh, and they didn't give him any time. So, you know, that was awesome. And they lost, I don't know, seven starters in that game, I believe. Unbelievable. 
how many starters went out of that game from the Packers alone. The fucking Lions lost. I've never seen a game with more injuries. So it was just, it was fucking brutal, man. It was brutal, and I lost a ton of money, and it was just fucking not fun, man. And when you gamble and you win, there's nothing better. When you're gambling and you win and you're there, that's the only thing that's better than nothing better. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you see how I say things, and I don't think. Um, and they fucking just couldn't fucking score, dude. And it, it's so annoying. The one pick off the helmet. How many times are we going to watch that with the Packers this year? You know? So the season's over. The season's over. We're done. We're done. And the fucking trade deadline. Don't even get me started on the trade deadline. So they're trying to get a receiver. Somehow, some way, Chase Claypool goes to the Bears. Okay? And now, and they, and we don't get Claypool. Fine. Claypool's not a number one wide receiver. He could have been on our team because, God, this is the worst receiving core of all time. Maybe. I mean, there's definitely nobody in Madden with an 80 rating. If there is, that's bullshit. If Alan Lazard in Madden has an over an 80, in fact, I'm going to look this up. If Alan Lazard has over an 80 rating in Madden, then I'm calling bullshit on this, man. I'm calling absolute bullshit here. I got a new monitor, dude. It's sick. Here we go. All right, let me move the mic with me. Here we go. Alan Lazard Madden rating. Here we go. What do we got? Madden, Alan Lazard, Madden 23 rating. There's literally a website called MaddenRatings.com. Alan Lazard, who, why is he rated on kick? 78, okay, 78. So that's fine, it's 78, but that's my point. There's nobody on the Packers. How are they in 88 overall? That's crazy. Um, there's nobody on the Packers who's in an 80 for a wideout. I'm looking at it right now. Bakhtiari's the number one rated on the fucking team. Awesome, love that. Love that saying he gets hurt every fucking game. Um, okay. For some, I don't know how, but Mercedes Lewis is an 80. I'll say this again into the, into the mic. Mercedes Lewis is still playing football. He's 6'6", 270 pounds damn near. He's an 80. He's 38 years old. He's our best receiver on the team, it says. And I know you're going to be like, no, that's for blocking. Guess what? Don't care. Then Robert Tanyan, 79. Then Lionel Lazard, 78. Then Sammy Watkins, 77. Along with Cobb, 77. But that's my point. Why is Preston Smith only a 78? Eh, I disagree with that. Disagree with that big time. Um, yeah, so there's your Madden rankings for the, the Packers. Just a terrible offense. So this is why we don't get we don't get him. Still have inside OPJ. I wanted DJ more selfishly for my fantasy team, so we could just be monster again. They offered a first round pick for him. For some reason the stupid Panthers didn't take that. I think a first round pick's way too much for DJ Moore. I think you can get somebody in the first round round who could have a better career than DJ Moore, a better skill set, especially with some of these receivers out there, dude. Dude, imagine if the Packers literally imagine if the Packers get a top ten pick, okay? Top 10 pick, and then trade up with their pick and somehow get Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, are you kidding me? And I think we were doing the research. Brock Bowers isn't a, um, uh, el- eligible for the draft yet, but like him? Bro, there's no reason to give up a first-round pick for DJ Moore. And I absolutely just talked myself into trading up for Marvin Harrison Jr. So now I'm going to live off that. That is what my season will be. Um, I don't give a shit if they lose every game from here on out. They're going to lose to the Bears. 
Bears, Bears fans not shutting the fuck up about um, Justin Fields running all over the team, the Dolphins, which like it's like they just didn't have the game plan for that and they couldn't adjust. If they played him again, it wouldn't have happened. But nonetheless, most rushing yards by a quarterback in a game, that's not something someone just does, you know? So good for them. Let them celebrate. Let them be happy, whatever. Um, they're, they're definitely going to beat um, the Packers at home, I feel like. This team is just guard. I don't know. It's just bad. It's just bad. And, of course, I have a fucking a huge investment on the Bulls to make their playoffs, and they're losing games by, like, four points, and it's just irritating, man. And you can't figure out who's popping off, man. It's Zach. Is it DeMar? Is it Zach or DeMar? It's never both. And that's the problem. It's never Vooch. Well, it was Vooch in the beginning. Now it's neither. It's mostly just, I don't know. It's just a, to be a Chicago sports fan, man. And that's not even, the Bears fans, they're also in disarray too. Hawks are bad. It's just a fucking catastrophe. It's just a catastrophe. Um, yeah. So that's what we've been going through, man. This is a very heavily, heavily influenced sports episode. Just It's just frustrating. It's just the worst, man. And I'm, if you didn't like any of this, I'm sorry. I'll, in the description, um, I might tell you what time the other stuff starts in the podcast. But uh, moving on from it. You know, and I and did I and the week before when I was sick, did I drop one hundred and fifty six points but lose in fantasy football to continue my losing streak? Yes, I did. Did I win the next week? Yes, and I should be um, winning this week, but we'll see. I'll probably end up losing now. Not that you guys fucking care. Not that anyone cares. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. But it was cool, man. Me and my dad went up to the game. It was good to see. It good to bond with him. Watch and listen to some Bruce Springsteen. Um, I bought a harmonica. A day later, because I want to play the Promised Land by him. Which, you, if you haven't heard the song "The Promised Land," it's fucking bonkers, dude. Do 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 do. Nope, that's Badlands. Didn't even hit the right song. And now it's all over. Great, didn't even get the right song, dude. Oh, good. Whatever. The Promised Land rips, man. It's good. It's a great song, and you should go check it out. Um despite me just singing literally the tune to Bad La- Badlands. Um, I want to go see them in March. And back in Detroit, that's the cheapest ticket, so might as well um, make my trip back there and see where uh was. The- I mean, walking out of that stadium was just the worst. Okay, all right, I'm done. I'm done. He's done. He's done talking about it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bought a harmonica. I was going to play the harmonica on here, and then I realized that's a horrible idea. Have you guys seen on Hulu, they're coming out with this fucking, it's out now. I thought it was like the rocker or like, what's the Jack Black one? School of Hard Rock or something like that. School of Rock. Is it called School of Rock or something? I don't know. I never saw it, which everyone's like, you got to see it. Yeah. No, I don't. You never, hey, you never have to see a Jack Black movie. There's your answer. Oh you, oh, you oh, you haven't seen Kung Fu Panda? You got to see it. Hey, hey. No, I don't. Why? It's Jack Black. I'm good. Jack, Black, Jack Black's awesome. He's, he's fat and he's a rock star. Oh, dude, sick. I don't care. Jack Black, I, I'm, not, I'm not into the music. I'm not, he's funny, but I don't, I don't need to see it. I don't, you know what I mean? School, what's it, is it School of Rock, School of Hard Rock? Everyone talks about that movie. 
So that's what I thought it was, man. And it's not. It's it's called weird. This this trailer I saw on you on Hulu. It's weird. It's the Al Yankovic story. See what they did there? Because it's usually weird Al Yankovic, and they called it weird the Al Yankovic story. Haha. <laughs> now. Hell, Yankovic has to be the easy. I got to watch this maybe because now I don't have to watch this because of the cast, right? And what it's about, but, um, but I'm about to be like, he had the easiest job in the world. I don't know how he got famous. Like he got famous from a song like eat it. That was supposed to be beat it. It's like, dude, I can't, I come up with that in my room all the time. Just silly parodies, you know? And it's got, dude, the cast is ridiculous. So it's got, it's got Daniel. It's got Harry Potter as Weird Al, hilarious. Um, Diedrich Bader is narrating it. Love Diedrich Bader. Um, Evan Rachel Wood is Madonna. What's she from? I don't know. Across the universe is that really what it is? The wrestler. She's the chick in the wrestler, I think. Westworld, maybe Westworld. Let's go with that one. Westworld. Um, then do they got? Um, What's it called? Rain Wilson, who is now, this is his actual name. This, he, he changed it to, I think today is the breaking news kind of on the podcast, but not really breaking. But he changed his name. This is not made up. To Rainfall, Heat Wave, Extreme Winter, Wilson. And now it's all over. His name, one more time, is Rainfall. Heat wave, extreme winter, Wilson. Oh, she's too much to handle. Why? Why? For global warming? You're going to make your name Rainfall Heat Wave Extreme Winter Wilson for global warming? That's why? R-H-W-E-W-W. Okay. I mean, I did. I liked, I like, so I've met Rain Wilson. As a fan, I've met, <laughs> I've met Rain Wilson. Okay. We were, me, it was like a couple's thing. It was me, my girlfriend in high school, and then my buddy, his girlfriend in high school, all went to a book signing for Rain Wilson. And it was like 40-something degrees out. I'm in this ridiculous Larry, dude, I'm in this Larry Johnson, the all-star game. I think it was in San Antonio when he had the uh, purple jersey, Larry Johnson, purple all-star jersey. And this jersey's sick, don't get me wrong, but I'm wearing just that. I don't even know if I have a shirt underneath it. I think I do. Um... Let me look it up. I think I do, but at the same time, um, it was in was it in San Antonio or Phoenix. Um, nineteen ninety five All Star Game. Let's look it up. But yeah, so we go up to him and he's outside his car, like in his trunk, like getting his shit out, like ready for um, um, the game, like the ready for the the game, ready for the uh, book signing, and I think he's gonna do like some speeches and a Q and A um, beforehand. And it's in like a church, man. It was like really weird, and. Yeah, it was in like a fucking church, I think. It was just odd. It was a really odd thing. And I go up to him. He's like in the car. I'm like, oh, shit. And for some reason, I, I'm that crazy fan because The Office is my favorite show. And my dumbass 
insanely walks up to him and goes, oh, hey, Mr. Wilson. And then security just fucking flocks, okay? They start going, like, oh, oh, he's like, and he's like, hey, it's okay. And I'm like, hey, Mr. Wilson, like, hey, you ready for the night or something? I don't even know what I said. But then he was like, isn't it a little cold to be wearing, um, you know, whatever I was, I was in a basketball jersey. And I was like, hit Chicago, baby. The most white trash answer I could have given. In a basketball jersey, no, I don't even know if a t-shirt or no shirt, and I just went in Chicago, baby. Dude, I was in Naperville. It wasn't Chicago, baby. I was in Naperville. It couldn't have been a whiter area. And then they're like, okay, you can, no, no more questions. You can talk to him inside. And just like, all right, whatever. So we go back, we go in. Then there's like, no, it, it, they specifically, they're like, no photos, no photos. I go by, take a selfie, go. Got yelled at, didn't matter. Got his autograph and the selfie. And dude, he looked right at the phone for the selfie. And I, and I took it very quickly. It's for how fast that all happened. It was amazing. And it was in also Phoenix in 1995. And the West won. And is there stats of the game? That would be crazy if there is. Holy shit, there is. Okay. And Larry Johnson had to play Jesus. He played 20 minutes and he, um, which actually isn't that much. Uh, he had uh, seven points. Did he hit a three? Oh, God, he was he was money from... Oh, no, that was free throws. Oh, no, he was money from three. Don't worry. He, he was one for one for three. He only took three shots. He was two for three. Larry Johnson, baby. Michael was out of the NBA at that time. Damn, that Michael jersey, that Michael Jordan jersey would sell, huh? Dubai, dude, that would do fucking ridiculous numbers if that thing sold. Um... So, yeah, man, the Weird Al Yankovic story, man. I guess I got to check it out. I don't know. I told you there's never a time to check out a Jack. But I don't think he's even in that. But, like, I don't know. It's winter, too, so now it's now getting cold and shit. So now I'm thinking about fucking relationship stuff. And now I'm thinking about shit that I got to check out, but I'm not going to check out. Like, for example, everyone's like, watch Harry Potter. Watch Game of Thrones. Dude, if, if I ever sit down with a girlfriend and she makes me want to watch it, fine. Not makes me want to watch it, but makes me watch it. That's fine then. Then I'll do that. But you see, I'm saving shit like that for those times. I've also never had a pair. I don't know how that. Don't know why that jumped into my head, but I don't have a. Pa- I've never had a pair. I don't plan on doing it solo. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just me, like terrified to eat a pair. I'm like, I don't want to experience it alone. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, the what are we at? 22 minutes all right the um the truth is because we've been kind of ripping and rolling here um the truth is with uh i was so i was sick right i've been doing a ton of uber eats which is so bad for my wallet but um been doing a ton of uber eats dude they i ordered jimmy john's and it freaked me out how fast it was in 20 Man, 2020 fall, one of the happiest times of my life, without a doubt. It's so weird. So happy during 2020. Like the post-pandemic or like in the pandemic to like post-pandemic. Some tough losses for sure. But otherwise, a pretty fun time. But I was chilling at Mizzou, working out all the time. It was awesome. And then post-pandemic, we get a job. Well, pandemic so, but you know. I got to go back to work. I got to get a real man job. I get I got a job in sales. Happy time there. One of the best times of my life. During that time of my life, I ordered Jimmy. I'm working from home. One of my first days working from home. And I ordered Jimmy John's. And I do it through the website. Or I maybe even called. I don't remember. 
they never showed up. It, their freaky fast bullshit took so long that it never showed up and they refunded me. I didn't have lunch that day. And that's, that's a true story. And that's when I lost hope in the slogan, freaky fast. However, this week I ordered Jimmy John's. I placed the order at 1143 AM. The order showed up at my house at 11.49 a.m. Now, I didn't order through Jimmy John's. I ordered through Uber Eats. The Uber Eats app didn't even say they've picked up my order or it was ready or any of that. It was freaky how fast they got it here. And they got it perfect. They didn't mess up anything on the, the order. Nothing. Nothing. It was in, it was amazing. And that's why you got to sometimes represent the marketing. All right? Corporate America sometimes gets it right. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, man. I don't know. It was freaky fast. There was also, oh, um, yeah. So, I don't know. That's what I've been up to. I've been doing stand-up, too, which has been a lot of fucking fun, man. Um, actually, it hasn't been it hasn't been so much fun, but, like, Last night was a lot of fun. I uh, I was sick all week, and then Monday was fine, and then Tuesday I went for the Laugh Factory. I didn't get called, but the two people I was with got called, so they got to do it. I didn't get to do it. That that was fucking annoying. And then Wednesday, last night was Mikey Maloney. Uh, shout out Mike Lo- M- Mike Maloney, Mikey Maloney, um, his last hosting gig at Woody's uh, as he's taking a break away from comedy. So it was cool to see a bunch of people come out and support him in that way. I, um, you know, he said something about taking time away to focus on things he hasn't been able to do because of how much he's committed to comedy. And that's what's up. Something I think about all the time, but, but you know, I, I love comedy, so I can't fucking do that. And, um, you know, when it's time, it's time for some people and he'll be back. He says, and, um, I'm looking forward to see him again, man. So shout out Mikey for taking the time off and, you know, understanding what he needs to do. Um, it was awesome. It was a fun last night. I cr- I went up there crushed. It was, um, you know, um, I said some stuff that felt problematic, man. And it's so cool to see people's reaction when you say shit like that, dude. It's just the fucking, it's the best. It's like saying shit on a TV show, and but you get to do it in real life. And um, as long as you're not, you know, terrible. And now I went up there and like started like bashing things um, and being rude. It's just funny in ways that people I don't think were expecting. So... Um, it was fun. Got to see an old friend too, um, who was just there to watch, who was just there with this girl and a group of them and, um, was just there like to chill and like, Oh, there's an open mic upstairs, went upstairs and we just, he's just like, Oh my God, you're here. And I was like, fuck yeah, man, this is what I do. Um, so it was cool to see them. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man, I want to do, uh, let's get to some fun shit now. I don't know. This has been like a more me talking episode, but let's get to how much time. Oh, God, three minutes. All right, we'll do a couple of these, and then maybe we'll move on. Maybe we'll do a little more than three minutes. Let's see. Uh, but we got to go back to the worst first dates, man. Worst first dates. Here we go. Let's do it. Um, this person asks, what's the first date? You've, what's the worst first date you've been on? And they go, mine is with a guy that I met from Bumble. Um, yeah, Bumble, man. I don't know. I, I, Bumble's for betas, right? I mean, dude, just do hinge your like none of those girls are just on bumble i feel like no girls on bumble and is like 
yeah, I want to be the first one to ask him out. And it, by the way, you could still do that on Hinge and um, Tinder. So I don't know why people go to Bumble, but whatever. Mine is mine was with a guy that I met from Bumble. We met up at a Starbucks and he talked nonstop about himself for two hours. Okay. I mean, we've read some worse horse states. That's not that bad. I barely got to say a few sentences the entire time. I didn't even get to order anything to drink because I felt bad to interrupt him. Okay. He didn't even get up to order to get up or order any coffee for himself. So I felt stuck sitting there listening to this man. Wow. I wondered how long he was able to speak with two hours without having any drink. He must have been really thirsty afterwards. LOL. Okay. Also, he was a lot shorter. And per- this is the word. Okay. That's not even that. That's rude of you. You could have got up and got a drink. Yeah, he talked a lot of himself. Interrupt him. Take it over. And if he keeps persisting, okay, that's the worst first day. But come on, man. Don't just. This guy is probably nervous, man. I don't know. That's tough to judge someone like that. Maybe he did talk a lot, though. I don't know. I wasn't there. But that's not the worst one. We've heard some worse ones. Here we go. Um, this one says not safe for work. Should we still do it? I think so. It's an explicit show. Okay. I met up with a girl. This is a guy, I think. Who knows? I met up with a girl I'd met on OkCupid. We had planned to go to this little coffee shop. I get there about 15 minutes early and find that the place is closed inexplicably. I then return to my car. Oh, we've done this one, right? I think we did that one. I don't know. He locked out his keys, remember? And then he had no choice to sit there and explain that, yeah, he, he locked the keys out. God damn, do we have repeats on here? I, who the fuck? I gotta get somebody to send me these. Tell, like, send in your worst first dates. Um... Um, so I can fucking go through these. Here we go again. This one's long. I convinced the girl who I was crazy about to go out on a date with me, and I knew I had to make it count, all right? We lived by the ocean, and she had dropped the hint that she had never been out to the pier at our local beach. Challenge accepted. Okay. I nervously drove her down to the beach, and we proceeded to slowly walk out to the pier together. Though she seemed hesitant from the beginning, we stopped short of the end. And I learned, okay, so as as it towards walking out to the end of the pier. So I'm short of the end, and I learned again, leaned against the railing over the water while she stood back a bit from the edge. She didn't really seem into it at all. Awkwardly, I said, this is a great view, huh? So she's like, I'm guessing she's nervous or something of being out there on a pier with you. This is a first date? Sure. She doesn't want to get fucking two to the back of the head and fall in, little mafia style. Okay, all right, I'm joking. Um, just as two pigeons flew up and landed at our feet, sweet, ch- sweet. Chicks dig birds, I thought to myself. <laughs> Do they? Sweet. Chicks dig birds, I thought to myself. To my horror, the birds began to make passionate pigeon love in front of us. <laughs> While neither of us spoke, I had never witnessed such violent passion. I quickly scanned around and saw a couple hiding roses on the other side of the pier. I said, awesome, they look romantic. Chicks dig romance. Dude, stop talking to yourself and saying that stuff. I thought to myself, we quickly walked away from the surprisingly forceful pigeon sex and stood next to the happy couple. I must have missed something. I don't know. The man and woman were holding each other in both, oh, holding roses, but something seemed off. I glanced up and noticed that both were sobbing. The girl I, <laughs> what the fuck is going on at this pier? <laughs> the girl I was noticed, I was with noticed too. As we both were looking, the couple took to their roses and cast them into the sea. I had posted... Us up next to a damn funeral. Some kind of sea burial. Oh, wow. Between animal lovemaking and the death, I executed one of the worst first dates of all time. <laughs> Dude, and he knows it. <laughs> he knows it too. Oh, that's his bad luck. That's not, oh, that's not his fault. Damn. Just as I had accepted my failure, my date started to get fidgety. 
Based off her body language and her expression, it dawned that she hadn't told me about the pier as a hint because she was ter- oh she she was terrified it. That's why she said it. Oh wow! Turns out she had a fear of heights in the ocean, and that the pier will forever be a monument to my most unsuccessful first date. Now let's hear your story, dude. That's actually really funny. Wow. Yeah, you botched that. You botched that one, especially if she was like you didn't get the hit that she was. Um, you know. Um, afraid of the ocean. Holy shit! Wow, the love making by the pigeons. I didn't even know pigeons fucked, but that, I guess so. Um, I don't even know what that would look like. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, wow. Holy shit! Okay, all right, that is crazy. Um, where do we go from here? That one's that one's wild. Wow. Okay. On to the next one. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Um, okay. Met a guy for a coffee. And after an hour of small talk, a woman walked up to our table and tearfully introduced, <laughs> tearfully introduced herself as his wife. Carefully introduced herself as his wife. Turns out he was a lying liar. Ooh, don't say that. Just say liar. Uh, turns out he was a lying liar and not a divorcee. <laughs> Mortified. Oh, my God. That was short. I mean, you want to talk about the best one we've had on this podcast. That is short and sweet. I am so sorry. There were ETA. I don't know what that means. But there were one or two more questions asking for more details, so I thought I would update. Okay. I will never forget what she said to me. She stuck her hand out and said, hello, dear. I'm, <laughs> I'm his wife. I was in such shock, I could only shake her hand and say hello. <laughs> the dude immediately stood up and rushed her out of the Starbucks. He said nothing to me in that moment, but did try to text me the next week. Yeah. Of course he did, you know. All right. And that's, that one's great. That one is the cat's, that is the cat's pajamas. Um, this guy invited me to a movie. He showed up 20 minutes late with no communication about it. He looked a hundred pounds. Holy shit. hundred pounds heavier than his photos and smelled like ass. Okay. Come on. Afterward, the first thing he did was complain about his ex-wife. I said, best of luck to you. I'm not interested in blocked them. All right. Damn. All right. Here's another one. That one, that last one, that was, I don't know if that was me. I don't know. But a hundred pounds heavier. I mean, come on. Um, Okay, I went on a date with a guy who was friends with a guy I worked with. Okay, definitely. By the way, the guy you worked with definitely liked you. No doubt. I guess he came through my line, but I couldn't remember him, so I looked him up on Facebook. I came through his, was he a grocery, grocery bag or something? I don't know. All group photos, I couldn't tell which one was him, but agreed to go on a date with him. Now, that's a red flag. You got to be careful of that. Our date was walking around Walmart. Who's our? Me and you? What are you talking about? Our date was walking around at Walmart while he got some stuff he needed for his camping trip. He talked about himself a lot, and I wasn't attracted at all, but I thought I would give it a chance. He also bragged to everyone about being in the Navy, but he was medically discharged before before he made it to basic training. Okay. I don't, what the fuck is going on here? There's no... Where are you? All right. A few days later, he came to my work and... 
was wanting me to kiss him in public and got upset when I told him that it made me uncomfortable. And he was really argumentative for someone I literally just met. I cut him loose after that. The real kicker was that a year later he got caught in a sting operation for trying to... Oh, my God. The real kicker was that a year later he got caught up in a sting operation for trying to meet up with what he thought was a 14-year-old boy to have sex. So, yeah. Oh, my... (laughs) That's... I mean, we got some gems in this episode. That is bad. That's not necessarily the worst first date in the sense of like what the situation was, but the worst person we've had to go on the first date with. Oh, my God. Did he go, someone commented, did he go viral? There's a viral video of a YouTuber who pretended to be a 14-year-old in order to catch a, uh, in order to catch a sexual predator. My uh, my comedian friend uh, Neil Rosen, his son has a huge YouTube following, um, doing like that Chris Hansen stuff, like to catch a predator shit. He does it on YouTube. He like busts uh, these people and calls the cops. Huge following, dude. He's got like mi- I think he has like millions of views. Shout out um, his his son. But yeah, all right, yeah, we're gonna end there. Holy shit! All right, well, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. That was uh, thirty what thirty seven minutes. Yeah. All right. Go check it out. And, uh, you know, we got wild on this episode. So uh, that's some worst first dates. And uh, episode 62 is in the bag. We're going to try to get Kamari on for 63, maybe 64. We'll see. Um, If not, we'll be just living it up like we have been, man. Hopefully, we got a show coming up soon. I don't know. I'm trying to work on it. And uh, catch me on an open mic um, in Chicago, man. And, uh, yeah, man, thank you all for listening. It means a lot to me and to... um, uh, to my dog Lolly, I asked her and she said it meant like the world to her so thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next episode peace mm-hmm.